Hi gang, how you doing? Zadon Boxby here. And today I want to share with you another one of the articles that I wrote during my time as the student nurse editor for Student Nursing Times. And this one's all about respecting a patient's wishes. Now this was originally written on the 6th of February 2012, um, back when I was a student. And as usual, I'll go through the article and then come back and give you a bit of an update as to how my opinions may or may not have changed um, in the time since. Anyway, here we go. During my community placement, I had seen patients with a wide variety of different conditions and social situations, but one in particular presented quite a dilemma for me. I visited an elderly gentleman who had a number of medical problems, one of which being heart failure. The only problem being that he wasn't aware of his condition. I was relayed the story by a member of staff I was shadowing. Apparently the family didn't want him to know and before I could express feelings of disapproval, I was told that I had to respect their wishes. I didn't know what to say. I didn't feel confident enough to disagree so I investigated the case further. After reading the patient's notes, I couldn't see that there was a, any cognitive impairment or any other legitimate reason why he should not be informed of his own condition. Thankfully, another member of staff agreed with me, but I still felt uneasy about the situation. My concerns were not alleviated when it came to the actual visit. We were there as part of a falls prevention service. So the member of staff's defence was, I guess, that she was thinking that because she wasn't medically trained, it wasn't really her place to be imparting that knowledge. The most awkward moment came when I was reading the past medical history of the patient and the member of staff was in conversation with the man in question. At that moment, the uh, partner took the opportunity to walk over to me she put her arms either side of me and leant into my ear. She whispered, He's got heart failure, but he doesn't know, okay? She said in a kind of wink-wink sort of voice. I felt like a spineless sap as I just sat there and nodded. I was pleased when we left. The whole dynamic left me a little shaken. I had got on well with the patient and found him to be a really pleasant man. He spoke of his fear of falling and how he thought he was getting better because he was managing to do the occasional leg exercises. I felt guilty at the knowledge that I had and wondered how he would be treated for his heart failure without his knowledge. As a student, I've had lectures and lectures on hypothetical situations very similar to this. We were told that our duty is first and foremost to the patient unless there was a compelling reason why telling that patient about their own condition would be detrimental to them. By all means, the patient should be always well informed. My only hope is that I am lucky enough when I qualify. I will have the courage not to be complicit simply because it's easier and instead remember that my patient is always my priority man uh as you can probably could tell when i was reading that i had to pause a few times and just collect myself because i still remember that quite vividly and it 
was possibly one of the more less edifying points of my student nursing career. One of the things that's quite hard to teach somebody when you uh, when you qualify is that it's the level of assertiveness and confidence and ability to work outside of your comfort zone that you need to develop, not only as a nurse, but in many aspects of your life. Far too easy. It's easy just to go along with things that you may not agree with and uh, just be kind of complicit, I guess, in these sort of things. But fundamentally, as I say in that uh, article from 2012, it's your patient is always your priority. So many times now since being a, a qualified nurse and working in a variety of different locations, I've had uh, awkward encounters with relatives, with patients, with members of my team, but always in the mindset that it's the best thing for the patient. And the kind of, I suppose, what you've got to think is, how would you like to be treated yourself in these sort of situations? You know, as I said, he was not in any sort of impairment. He was quite happily, you know, feeling confident about his future because he was making progress on the exercises that we had prescribed for him. But ultimately, there was this underlying condition which was not going to go away, you know, quite quite frequently. Medical problems do not just disappear without any sort of intervention or knowledge. Um think of it like toothache you know you can ignore it for a period of time but it's not going to magically get better you're going to have to go to a dentist well what if you didn't know that you had this problem how would you go about dealing with it or comprehending this sort of uh, lack of function that you've got really really tricky so yeah this uh this kind of kicked off a period of my life where I became not always the most popular person because I would you know, be quite um, to the point and very matter of fact. And obviously, the methods in which you communicate things is a complete whole other, you know, form of thinking. But fundamentally, I was there to be an advocate. That's why I think nursing is such a unique and privileged position is because you are kind of bridging the gap between the patient who is having these things undergone to themselves and the doctors who are prescribing these interventions. There's an old kind of tongue-in-cheek adage amongst nurses is that doctors treat conditions whereas nurses treat people. As a doctor, you are you are looking at a set of symptoms, you are looking at a set of uh, clues, really, and trying to prescribe medication and interventions that is going to alleviate whatever the problem is. But nurses are the ones who are more than likely going to be the ones actually giving those tablets, undergoing those uh, interventions, you know, be it sort of dressing wounds or doing an ECG or removing sutures, these sort of things. And you're going to be the one who is primarily talking to these patients and answering their questions and when they look at you and ask, am I getting better? That's a really hard thing to say. And that's a very hard thing to answer. Because while with all the will in the world you want to say yes, sometimes there's going to be occasions when the answer, frankly, is no. And in these sort of situations, it's quite often that the patient themselves knows these things. I've had many occasions when people have asked me, you know, 
am I dying? Am I going to get worse? And really, they're not really asking for a genuine answer because they don't know. They're really, in some senses, letting you know that they know how they're feeling and they know how they're going to deteriorate or progress. So many people have asked me, you know, am I dying when really they know the answer and they can feel it. You know, the body knows when it's beginning to shut down and deteriorate. And really, I suppose they're just looking for somebody to be to be honest with them at that time. You know, so often people feel that the best answer instinctively is to always be upbeat, positive and optimistic and say, no, no, you're going to be fine. You're going to get through this. Well, sometimes that's not what they want to hear. They want to hear somebody who respects them enough to be honest. Now, obviously, throughout the course of your career, we hope that this isn't the sort of thing that you're going to be facing on a regular basis. You know, you don't want waves of people Um, in that kind of dire situation but to adopt a position of honesty and candor and respect as early as you can within your training and your nursing career is going to put you in good stead and in the long term is going to set you out as somebody who can be depended upon as being honest and reliable and honesty really is obviously the the cornerstone of nursing I was uh, remember a conversation I had with a a very good mentor of mine when talking about mistakes and issues that occur within nursing which unfortunately they will do you know no matter how diligent you are at some point there may well come a time when you know you have to own up to a mistake that you've made and he said that you can always teach a nurse to be better within the processes of nursing. You know, you can learn to be better at drugs calculations. You can learn to be more diligent in your documentation or to undergo a process, uh, you know, a procedure better than what you've done. But you can't teach somebody to be honest. That's a fundamental aspect of your characteristic, you know, of your character, whether you are honest or whether you're not. Those sort of things are ingrained within your personality. So if you're honest, there's always a way in which you can be be relied upon. So if you're honest to yourself and say, I could have done that better or I should have done that. If you're honest to your colleagues and said, I think I may have made a mistake here. Can you help me out? Can you show me how to do it better? Then that's great. But also if you're honest to your patients and say, you know, there is risks associated with this procedure or really your test results aren't looking as good as we would like them to be. And frankly, you know, things aren't, you are in the later stages of your life. These are the sort of honest answers to questions that you are going to be asked more than likely at some point within your career. But, you know, I don't want to leave it on a, on a downer, but there's going to be times when you can say, yeah, I'm honestly telling you that things are looking great and you can go home and you know look after yourself and enjoy the remainder of your life. These are these are things that you look forward to as a nurse. So really uh as I say, you know, unless the third person's got um, you know, a cognitive impairment and has been assessed and has a deprivation of liberty and all these other sort of things in place to uh to protect them or to uh, 
to give a reason why you shouldn't be honest. Really, I should have, at that time, way back in uh, 2012, I should have, as awkward as it would have been, no doubt, try and try to have found a way to let that person know that there was a condition that was going to be of serious impact to his life. Maybe it wouldn't have been the most appropriate to blurt it out while in his living room, but just to communicate to my mentor or to somebody working within that team to highlight the fact that this situation was not right. Anyway, as always, the uh, full article is on my website, adamroxby.co.uk. I'm going to be sharing more of these articles from my time as a student nurse all the way back in uh, 2012. And uh, be sure to check out the newsletter. You can subscribe to my newsletter so you can get an email update every time I occasionally post. Um, There's going to be some new articles from the nursing world and some new articles from the business world as well which i'm very looking forward to sharing those with you anyway as always take care of yourself and i look forward to speaking to you as always really soon bye for now